Hey, welcome to Transform Pain to Power, the podcast about what it really takes to resolve pain and the simple, unconventional yet proven techniques to get you there most quickly. Listen in for high-level creative conversation to inspire you to engage with the life that you want in a body that you love. Welcome to episode 34. I'm your host and pain relief expert, Molly Jager, and I'm so glad you're here. So welcome. I am going to talk about something I've been noticing a lot lately in lots of different people, and I would like to share it with you because I think you'd like to know. It is one of the primary things that might be blocking you from experiencing the changes that you want to experience in your body. Less pain, more freedom, more agility, less fatigue, more vitality, all those things uh, might have a lot to do with this one factor that I'm going to share with you today. And I even found some research on it that I want to share with you. There is lots of research, but this one I'd heard of is a great way to illustrate what I'm going to talk to you about today. So buckle up and we'll dive in. But just before, (laughs) just before we do that, I need to tell you that I am on the verge of releasing a brand new, spanking new program, um, which I've been before. And this one is different. Uh, One of the things that I am doing as part of my creation is to talk to you. I'm reaching out to anybody who's dealing with pain issues, who is a creative, who is a teacher. You might be a life coach, counselor, or therapist. You may even be a a yoga teacher or a a practitioner of, of some kind of modality and still dealing with pain issues. If this is you, or if you know somebody who fits this description, Uh, please reach out to me. I would love to speak with you. I'd love to get on a chat with you and ask you some questions. And together we can find out what has been lacking and what you really want and need. With the right questions, we can get down into your intuition and into really your own insight into your situation that perhaps you might have been skirting or not really sitting with uh, on your own because it's tricky to do it on your own. But uh, anyway, that's what I've been finding in these conversations. And I would love, love, love to speak to you. If you can help me, please reach out. The way to connect with me, the my email and the Facebook group and all that stuff are linked in the show notes of this episode. So If that's you, or if it's someone you know, reach out. All the links to do so will be in the uh, show notes of this episode. You can email me at molly at movetonourish.com. That's movetonourish.com. You can also reach out to me in the Facebook group or on Facebook or on Instagram. (laughs) I'm just learning how to be on Instagram, but I'll get the hang of it. So I would love to talk to you. Look, the conversations that I've had with people so far 
have been really eye-opening and thoroughly enjoyable for myself and for the people that I've spoken to. So let's, let's get together and you can be one of those people and we can have a great time. Okay, let's dive into the topic of today. <laughs> oh my gosh, if only my kids were here to roll their eyes. <laughs> All right, what is it? What is the thing that might be blocking you? Okay, do you already know what it is? Do you have a guess? Are you already thinking that it might be? <laughs> Perhaps the thing that I talk about more than anything else, almost, I feel like I talk about it more than anything else, are your thoughts, what you're focusing on, and how you are thinking about your situation. Now stay with me because this isn't just a throwaway episode of rehashing old stuff that I've talked about before. Have you ever had the experience of not realizing that something is right in front of you? You didn't see it. And then you turn and you look again at the same place and the very thing you're looking for is right there. And somewhere in the back of your mind you think, was it really there just before or was that just like a crazy thing that appeared out of nowhere because I swear it wasn't there five seconds ago when I just looked. What you've experienced in that moment is simply a gap in your brain's perception. Every moment your brain is having to process so much data and so much information that there are things that, you know, I wouldn't even say slip through the cracks because you're not really designed to uh, catch every little minuscule thing, but there are things that go unnoticed, simply that. And if something goes unnoticed, it isn't going to be registered by your brain, of course, obviously, right? So you remember that video perhaps that was around, it was going around the internet for a while there where you were, they showed you a video of some people, I think it was passing a ball around a basketball court or something like that. And then at the end of watching it, just like five to seven seconds, you were supposed to go back, watch it again. And once you were told that in the midst of that sort of tangle of people passing the ball around, a person dressed up in a gorilla suit had passed through and once you were given this information you were told to go back or watch it again and then knowing that information you your brain then saw or registered what you previously did not see because you were so focused on the ball which is what the original instruction was at the beginning of the video was like watch the ball so you were like okay I think it gave you a task even like watch the ball and see how many times it gets passed or something like this. So you had a task that you were focusing your brain on and visually focusing your, your attention on. And therefore you missed this person dressed up in a gorilla suit walking through that group of people. And this was something that passed around the internet for some time. And it was like, oh, have you guys seen this thing? Oh my gosh, I didn't even see the gorilla. I can't believe I didn't see it. You know, everybody had that experience. I don't know, probably in the whole entire world, there was somebody who saw the 
gorilla, but most people didn't. <laughs> so similar kind of thing, right? When you're focusing on something, you see, you perceive, you get more of that something. And I know I've definitely talked about this before, but what I'm going to talk about, the angle from which I'm going to talk about this today is not what you're focusing on, but what you might be missing. Okay. Because here we can talk about your thoughts and how they're important, but yet again, it has to do with, well, what are we not focusing on and, and shining a light more on what might be in the dark just to the side or might be right there staring you in the face. It's just that your brain isn't registering it. So let me put this in a context that might be more relevant to you. A client I am working with now is going through lots of changes in her life. A really wonderful, expansive growth with a lot of stuff throughout her life and also having changes in her body and her pain issues. Now, prior to us speaking, she attributed all of her pain issues to a physical or structural problem in her back and thought that there was also nerve damage in her back. And after we've been through a lot of conversation and education and awareness with her body and how things manifest in her mind and body, she's come to realize um, that there is likely nothing wrong with her back and that her pain issues stem from other, other things entirely. And through that lens, she's, well, I should say, I should step back a little bit here to, to clarify that this has been a learning process for her. And part of it has been to gather evidence. So everything that we are, uh, reality that we see, right, is so much of it is our creation and we are creating our own reality without even realizing it based on our past, based on beliefs that we've acquired from past experiences. Makes sense. It's how we operate. But if we open up a door to curiosity, to not knowing, then we can start to look around for examples of contrary or different uh, um, evidence. So in her experience, she's been actively mining <laughs> her day and her sensations for um, other kinds of evidence and looking at it at another lens. It's like I spoke to someone the other day who said um, that they've, tr you know, they have osteoarthritis and they've tried all these great things that have worked for other people for osteoarthritis. And I said, that might be evidence that what you are experiencing is not pain from osteoarthritis. And that's just one sliver, tiny little piece of data, right? It's, it starts to open up the picture, open up your mind to other potentials. Like, oh, well, and often at the beginning of this process, what you will have, because when you start it, you have a mountain of evidence saying, 
uh, pointing to why your pain is structural, why your case is nigh hopeless, why you can't do what you think you want to do, and all, all of that evidence that you have unconsciously, unintentionally gathered for yourself over the last however many years or months or weeks, however it's been for you, of your dealing with your pain situation. You've been gathering evidence even though you didn't intend to. It's just the way you work, right? So the shift is to is partly to start gathering evidence for a different reality, for a different belief. So I kind of went ahead of myself a little bit there and started telling you a little bit of the how, which is fine. But let me get back to the why. <laughs> I think um, this is important because it's simply, it's simply like the exact same scenario as looking for something and not seeing it and then looking again and seeing it right there in plain view. That if your mind is not set to see or to perceive certain aspects or certain possibilities, it will not. It will not perceive those things. And it will not act or your nervous system will not react according to those invisible possibilities. It won't even be on the radar of your system. Okay, let me give you an example, an illustration of this, uh, which is the research um, example that I talked about at the beginning of this podcast. So there was a study done on hotel cleaners, all women. And look, this is a very physical job, right? It's physical and it's often also a job that is not, that is rather thankless, right? There aren't people going around, generally speaking, expressing a lot of gratitude for all of the hard work that these people are doing. You know, it's, it's a job in which most people are pretty invisible. I mean, in many ways, that's part of the whole intention of the hotel, like clean, don't be seen, right? I don't know. I just made that up. But generally speaking, this is not a, a job category that is highly valued, even though it is highly valuable in our society, right? But often the people in those jobs don't really feel that value. Okay, so this is all the their perception and emotion and their experience of their job is all uh, related to their health. And this, is, and this is for everybody, and this is the experiment. So Harvard psychologist Ellen Langer went into the situation of 84 hotel workers, divided them in half. Two, 42 of them, they were brought through a process where they were informed about how many calories they were burning doing all of their physical activities every day. So like I said, it's quite a physical job. And they calculated those calories and made it known to the hotel workers. Okay, the other half, the other 42, were not given this information at all. And they just went about their duties normally for a month. And then Helen Langer went back and studied the or took the health metrics of the two different groups. And what she found 
found was that the people who were in the group who had learned, uh, who had gained information about how many calories they were burning, had their blood pressure was decreased and they even had a change in their weight. So their like hip to waist ratio was different. It was improved. And the only thing that was changed in this experiment, the only thing that was different between these two groups was this knowledge, this simple thing that was put on their radar, information that was given to them that they, that then became something that was a part of their experience. And that alone was enough to impact their physical body. Their physiology responded. And there was evidence of that in just 30 days. Incredible. And this was like all the way back in 2008. I think so it was like ages ago. It was like the stone age or something, as far as science is concerned, right? Uh, and there have been so many other studies that have, you know, shown similar kinds of results. So placing something in your mind can have a huge impact. Okay, so let's move on to the last phase of this podcast which is how you create the change that you want. How do you remove the block, right? Because this is something like, don't look at the fire hydrant when you're riding your bike. <laughs> it's like, but it's red and it's got like something on it. I'm so curious, bang, <laughs> whoops. So look to the side, look to the side. How do you do that? And I'm going to share with you a couple of different ways that I like to bring this into my daily life. And I'm sure that you have your own ways too. So the first thing to know is that how you're thinking about your pain matters. If you continue to believe and persist with the thought that your pain is due to a structural problem, you will continue to have pain due to a quote or, or the reality, your reality of having a structural problem, period. So this woman that I'm coaching right now, she's going through all of these wonderful changes. I'm watching her evolve emotionally and in her personality. And yet if she had not, it, it really, what this is what happened. It really dawned on me that if she had not connected the dots between these parts of herself and her physical symptoms, there would not, there would very likely not be a change in her physical symptoms. If she continued to have the belief that she had permanent nerve damage, she would continue to operate according to that belief. She would, it would affect the way she moved. It would affect the way she Felt about her symptoms, it would affect the way that she um, uh, tensed around her symptoms, and all these kinds of things. So, in in con in contrast, what she felt recently was some of her symptoms flaring, and instead of going to "Oh crap, this is awful, this is terrible, this is scary, what's wrong now?" and not moving, it was more like 
oh, interesting. And when you turn on curiosity, when you're able to have that kind of a reaction, it lights up differently in your brain. And your alarm system in your brain uh, is calmed, essentially. So you're on the right path. And again, you're, you're able to be curious and gather evidence and to see other possibilities. So this is the kind of contrasting experience that you might have when you start to open up to this possibility and start to gather other evidence for yourself. So this is all stuff that's going on in the neural patterning of your, ner of your nervous system and the neural connections that are firing. Uh, what healing or what it means to not have pain anymore, to, to resolve chronic pain is literally a change in your neural patterning and in those neural connections. Pain is a nervous system signal. It is based in your nervous system. So if you change patterns around that and you, then you are able to stop the pain signal from firing when there is no real threat and no real danger. That is, that is what it is to resolve chronic pain. So what you want is to teach yourself something different, to open your brain up, to take that, all that uh, energy away from the red fire hydrant and start seeing what's on the other side, what's around it, what's beyond it, what else is there? And the key is to acknowledge that this is the way, this is the route to resolving pain. It is the route and it is essential. It is the foundation. If you aren't connecting these dots in your mind, you might miss the potential effects. So what I like to do is I like to collect joy. I like to lean in to positive emotions. I don't really like to say positive. I like to lean into emotions with the just like, I'm so thankful that I get to be alive right now, even though I miss my kids incredibly or feel sad or feel I'm having this intense feeling of guilt, uh, whatever I'm feeling that I don't like, I'm still glad to be alive and to be in my own power such that I can lean into this emotion and be present with myself. And I, 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 mind, I mind every experience for the gold, for what is in that experience that gives me a sense of, of uh, gladness, of joy, of vitality. So even if it's something that's painful, I can still be in it with gratitude, with joy. Yeah. And then in the rest of my life, I, I also look for gathering, collecting the gifts of the universe, right? So this is a little game I like to play with myself, collecting gifts from the universe. And it's kind of like just having a little conversation with the world around me. I just open up. I just open up to this game and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to play. And often I do this as I'm going for a walk because nature, you know, is there and it's nice and it's great. <laughs> it gives you things all the time. It's like its own gift. 
And I choose to take gifts as they appear in my vision, in my sight. So for example, that might be something like I'm walking by a, an aspen tree and the leaves, like a gust of wind comes and right in front of me, all the leaves start fluttering around and uh, like little green jewels right in front of me. And there's just seems so playful and delightful and fun. And I might experience that and like, oh, that's so sweet. Oh, thank you. That was my gift. Thank you for the gift, universe. You've just given me a little burst of joy. Even if it's tiny, it doesn't matter. Oh, gift. Thank you. I take that in and I lean into it. I let it sort of fill me up. And I do this often when I'm going out for my walk or when I'm just going about my day. Where's my next uh, unexpected moment or shot or hit of joy or gratitude or just pleasure at being alive and having a human body and brain, right? And so I collect through my day or through my week, I collect these little, um, this little bank of, of joy. Now, I don't do this every day, but I do do it quite often. And it's really fun and it's, you know, it's kind of ridiculous and I don't really care. It doesn't matter. It all has to do with my perception and my choice to perceive what I want to perceive, what I want more of in my life, what I want to be a part of my reality. And hey, I'm an artist at heart. I think we all are in many ways and it's fun to create like little artful and creative inspiring experiences all around you all the time. So that's just like a fun thing that I do, but I do it because I know how valuable it is. I do it because I know what the connection is between my mind and my body. And every time I'm doing it, I'm like neurons are going in the direction I want them to be going in. Physiology going in the direction I want it to be going in. Less tension in my muscles. I mean, I'm not going through all of this and making lists. <laughs> I just know overall the greater context that I'm taking myself uh, out of my um, past, which was full of like migraines and tension and tight shoulders and tight neck and sore back and funky hip and weird knee. <laughs> I'm taking myself further and further away from that neural patterning and that way of thinking and more and more and more towards wonderful, magical, healing factory. <laughs> that is my body. Healing, sensing, feeling, perceiving, like magic machine that I get to live inside of. <laughs> and that is, that's it. That's it. So if you find yourself holding onto or latching onto or fixating on something that is wrong with you and your body, notice how you how that makes you feel and look for ways forward. Look for ways out and around that way of thinking. Look for it. Be curious. Remember, when you start this process, you 
will probably experience a lot of resistance because you've got this like mountain of evidence that you need to, you know, add to. It's like, okay, I get it. I get you don't believe this. And, and I'm just going to explore. Let's explore together, right? It's like, imagine that you're trying to convince somebody (laughs) of something that you really believe in and you just say, okay, I'm not going to force you. I'm just going to invite you to come with me and we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll just see. And then just see, start looking for evidence and collect it. I told my client, you need to start writing down this evidence, write it down because that cements it a little bit more in your system. Write down the evidence, write down the moments of joy, write it down, like amplify it, lean into it, breathe into it, all the things. In fact, let's take a few breaths together. Ready? Breathe in the new. Breathe out the old. Right? Breathe in the change, the curiosity. Breathe out the resistance, the disbelief, the tightness. Breathe in the possibility, the play, the fun. Breathe out the skeptic. Breathe out the clenched fists. Breathe it out. And above all, enjoy. Have a great week. I'll speak to you soon. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, if you want to participate in this project of getting to the heart of what it is that people really need to resolve their pain issues, please reach out to me. I'm having some amazing conversations with incredible, ordinary people just like you. If you are a life coach, a counselor, a therapist, a body work practitioner, or someone who is creative, someone, maybe you're an artist, uh, maybe you are creative in your garden and you've tried many things, including alternative therapies, and you know that your pain is bigger than just what's going on in your body. You know there's something deeper. I want you to reach out to me so you can take part in this project alongside these other wonderful people and so we can connect. The way to do that is to, you can email me at molly at movetonourish.com. That's movetonourish.com. You can send me a direct direct message on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, You can click any of the links in the show notes for the show. I can't wait to speak with you. Have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you soon.